0: Manchester and the surrounding metropolitan area. It's 705. This is Dr. C. sitting in for Rich Gerard. And we are very fortunate. Now, parents, if you got the radio one, I want you to listen to this segment. This is important. Because behind the scenes of learning, we have people toiling in the trenches to make sure that what's being delivered actually works. So we have James Myers, who's our Assistant Vice President for Learning Science and Assessment for Southern New Hampshire University's College of Online and Continuing Education. Now, his work in instructional design and assessment has spanned traditional four-year state institutions, competency-based programs, hybrid online models, and next-generation online design. With the proliferation of online learning, we have people on the front lines out there t- toiling vigorously <laughs> <laughs> till they drop dead from exhaustion. But James, thanks for coming in this early in the morning. I know you've got a lot on your plate. And so my opening question to you would be, you are behind the scenes in terms of how people learn. And what best? And we're talking online, yes, but there's a lot of transference. So for the average person, what does learning science mean to them?
1: Sure, and, and thanks for having me, Jeff. This is a, a fantastic opportunity, I think, to talk about what we do and um, how important the work is uh, uh, on our end right. uh, to do the, the design aspect of um, the learning experience. So learning science for us, and, and, and learning science gets defined, I, I think, a lot of different ways for a lot of different folks in this this field. Um, the things that we really care about when it comes to the science of learning yeah. um, or the study of learning is um, really around understanding how um, our Students. Um, many of our students are adult students. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of our students are coming to us right out of um, uh, right out of the K through 12 system. So right. uh, you know, uh, coming out of secondary education, and, and this is their first time in college, um, choosing online for us. Um, and so we have to work through a broad range of, of folks who are, are coming to our um, our systems. Um, Learning science for us is really around uh, understanding what the data is telling us about how students engage. And the interesting thing about online, where we don't always get this in in some face to face institutions and face-to-face experiences is we can track, we can measure, we can yeah. um, understand um, what cohorts of students are doing through different courses, right. um, and that responsibility of what we are measuring is really important for us, because turning that around to improve the student experience, turning it around to improve the way in which um, we deliver education to students, regardless of, of kind of who's traditionally sitting up in front of the course, um, right. who is uh, leading the course, um, that, that is really key to this, is understanding what is the best way for... For um, a person from a very diverse background to be able to engage with the learning content that we feel is critical to their success long term, not only in the, the courses that they're going to be taking, right. but in their life, and mm-hmm. their discipline, and their, their professions. Um, and then uh, doing what we can to, to monitor, measure, um, uh, and really adapt uh, to that student. It is a constant process of adaptation in order to do that.
0: So... Part of your, your, your functioning roles and the team that you work with, um, keeping that adult learner in mind. Say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody's 30 years old and the kids are in school now. they got to go back to keep their job. Yep. And, but they need to go online. So what are they – can you maybe explain – what can uh, – what is it you do and what is it you prepare them for and to help them prepare for or really, yeah. like you said, engage Even though they have been in school a long time, which is a majority of our students. I mean, what's the the mechanics behind it?
1: Yeah, I I think this is really important to think about the the design process um, for us. And and that starts with um, a very deep level interview of uh, successful uh, practitioners in the field of study. Uh, or right. the profession that we are uh, that we're designing toward. Um, uh, we do a lot of interviewing of, of what we call subject matter experts, um, who let us know um, exactly what are the, the the skills and abilities, not just for today, but for right. five years, ten years down the road, um, when we really think that our graduates are going to be encountering um, uh, that that field of study or or that that profession. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that then threads through um, all of the work we do to design uh, what we call our learning outcomes, the the uh, kind of step-by-step way in which our students are going to work through their courses and work through their programs. Um, and then it's a matter of partnering with our faculty to ensure that they understand that story, that they understand that in the context of this one lesson and the context of this one week, um, here's how this is fitting into the overall picture. And what we're preparing our right. students for is not just to get an A in this course, to pass this exam, right? We're we're preparing our students to understand how their own learning connects with what they're going to be doing um, in these important fields of study in in these important professions that they're, they're entering. Um, And, and, the beauty of what we do is we do get to then monitor and measure it and, and see it's, if it's effective and, and hear from students and um, see how different types of students encounter that, that same situation differently. Um, and then uh, we, of course, have to adapt and, and change and uh, find ways to do that better. Um, so that, that process, it, it's a very deliberate process, and I think that's important for people to know. This yes. is not about right. um, us uh, kind of putting some stuff and materials online. Um, uh, having a faculty member kind of decide what they want to teach kind of out of the blue, I think um, that is one change for us is that uh, we do have to ensure that all of that fits into a fairly coherent picture. Um, and, and we do that by partnering with our our faculty really closely and understanding exactly um, what are the keys to success. Uh, and you profession.
0: mentioned a very mm-hmm. interesting point there because you're dealing with an adult learner who by and large in many respects has been uh, raised and has suddenly become uh, enamored with mm-hmm. a grade. mm mm-hmm. But you're talking about the competencies you're trying to get them to develop. Right. So, how do we, in your opinion, how do we change that dialogue to say, look, you know, grades are important, yeah. but they don't represent the full picture? You know, like I had one professor tell me, well, if you get an A, what does it mean? You know everything, <laughs> right? Yep. So, yep. how do, in your mind, how do we break that mentality that you've got to be a 4.0 because it's going to be the automatic? Gateway to heaven.
1: Yeah. So this is interesting. I, I think in some ways we're not always going to be successful in breaking that. I think I think that that is a, an, mm. a, a you know a, a self interest um, uh, measurement that um, our, our students come to us from uh, uh, the secondary schools. Uh, they right. come uh, That is ingrained in our understanding of education, um, and so I, I think more important. Uh, to us is, is flipping, flipping the script a little bit on it um, and saying, yes, okay, we, we know that there are measures of success that are really important to us that, yes. that show that um, you have been doing the work appropriately, that you've been dedicating your uh, time and study, that you've been dedicating your time um, uh, effectively uh, in our courses, you know, that is going to be important. That's going to be important because that is the method through which we think that you're going to learn most effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we really want to ensure you have a keen understanding on as a student, uh, our faculty members understanding is exactly how you have been uh, encountering, uh, displaying, demonstrating, performing against uh, our, our outcomes or our competencies right. um, in, in our programs. Um, and so our job is to then elevate that for our students, um, and show that in the uh, you know our, our learning management software, uh, um, our conversations that our faculty are having, right. uh, tracking progress according to those outcomes, um, instead of saying. You need to get a B in this course in order to proceed. Or um, here's what you'll need. How many points you need to (laughs) uh, to get on this assignment? Right. And you know we we still operate within that environment. But the more we can turn that into a conversation Mm -hmm. um, with our students, the more that we can uh, get them to understand what are their strengths and weaknesses, um, and where where the best ways they can fill some of those gaps. Mm -hmm. Um, They become invested. I think that part of the education very quickly. Um, And and that is that is key. And and we definitely approach this from a place where we are not um, trying to uh, hold our students accountable for certain grades. This is really about ensuring that they are on the right pathway and the right pathway for them Mm -hmm. uh, to succeed uh, through that program.
0: I know that on your your resume it says miracle worker. I noticed that. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's only so much you can do. <laughs> That's true. You know, I mean, there's only so much you can do to invoke, elicit, and develop yeah. people as learners that have meaning and pay dividends. Fine. So the returning adult learner, what mm-hmm. would be your, your advice to that person so they share in the responsibility so you don't have to pull off miracles all the time. Yeah. Not to be facetious, but what would you <laughs> what would your sage like advice be to someone saying, Look, I want to go to school online yeah. um What's their responsibility before they even step foot into the electronic
1: uh, it 's a great question, I, I think for one uh, the, the beauty of what we do is is we make it so easy um, mm-hmm. relatively easy i think i, I don 't want to uh, discount how how difficult it is to kind of marshal forward the resources in order to go online and, and, and get the time, but make it relatively easy uh, uh, to find um, uh, some opportunities uh, mm-hmm. to go um, into education online um, but the the key is is what are the questions you need to ask before. Um, and I, uh, I often use the metaphor of starting a new um, exercise program or, or, or diet program with, right. with family. It's something that you're really committed to. Um, one of the, the best ways to hold yourself accountable to that is finding uh, people that can share um, in your experience um, and people who are going to ask you questions about your progress, people who are going to check in with you, um, people who are going to um, ask those tough questions of, you know, how, how much time have you uh, dedicated to this? How many times have you been in the Gym this week. How, how's the diet coming? Um, and not <laughs> right. because they um, they want to uh, be punitive or they want to you know uh, right. hold it against you, but the people who who love you and know you and, and know your habits um, and know where uh, you do need to make some time and make some adjustments. Um, we know uh, in serving adult education uh, a population, we know that uh, it is a luxury to find the time for education in many of our uh, students' lives, um, their family, their work their community work. um, uh, Those duties are always going to take precedent uh, to education. We're not fighting for number one. We're not fighting for you to become fully full-time and dedicate everything that you have uh, to education. What we are um, looking for is uh, finding ways that you can maximize some of your effort um, in those pockets of time that, that you really do have to carve out and you really have to hold sacred and, and, and I think that is the key is uh, if, uh, if we're kind of going about this casually if, uh, if uh, we think that this is some, an education um, is something that can be done kind of in the five minutes the ten minutes um, in between uh, uh, you know, sure. and, and commercials while you're watching <laughs> it, 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 that, that is not always going to be effective right. but um, we don't ask for uh, you know, eight hours a day we don't ask for or 20 hours a day. This is really around uh, finding the right time that works for you to be effective, um, holding yourself accountable for that, and finding the right community to support you. And then ensuring that you're continually um, approaching that from, uh, from the place that, that we hope that you're approaching it, which mm-hmm. is genuine curiosity, which is a, a, you know, a thirst for more. Um, and, and that is always difficult when you're thinking about uh, what it takes to get the grade. How to move forward, keeping on track with your tuition. I mean, all all those things are going to come into play. So the more uh, as a learner, the more as someone who is approaching this uh, um, uh, from the standpoint of how do I maximize uh, this for me? Mm -hmm. Um, How do I uh, use this opportunity um, effectively? Um, and then how do I hold those times sacred to, to make sure that this this is dedicated time to this and that this has to be something that um, I, I give my full effort in um, mm-hmm. whenever possible? Um, I clear um, my plate. I get into a place where I can learn. I, I physically move myself into a space um, that I dedicate to that learning effort. Um, those things are really, really important to us.
0: That is, and I'm assuming we have two minutes. The... The preemptory there is a preemptory dialogue before they go in that they yeah. can actually manage what you're I heard the themes like time management. Yep. You know, basically self-efficacy and a great support system because Absolutely. this is uh, not cavalier. However, right? We have this wonderful learning system that's housed in this thing mm-hmm. that is also used for a variety of other things like Facebook and video gaming and whatnot. What in your mind can be done, if at all That brings education to a point where it actually competes or actually out distances or beats out, say, the lure of point and click running away down a Facebook for five minutes, which can destroy (laughs) your entire lesson. But (laughs) (laughs) Is it possible?
1: It is I, I I think very much so, and i I actually think the field of of online education distance education is moving very rapidly um, right. in some ways to catch up with what we believe to be kind of the consumer grade experience the the, the experience that uh, people have on their phones um, uh, in mm. apps. Um, the the experience that they're expecting from some of the things that they purchase and buy on a regular basis. Um, We've talked a lot about how um, education um, may need to turn more to kind of a subscription-based experience where I know that I need this skill Right. Um, I need to go in, uh, find that skill in the, the best way that's most convenient, the most accessible, um, the most uh, <laughs> you know the the cheapest uh, way to do so. Um, yep. And sometimes that is going to mean uh, uh, finding a way to uh, just take that bite sized portion um, of education and subscribe to it like you do a Netflix um, um, experience and and, uh, that I I think is becoming part of the dialogue around um, education and I think the, the more that education can Uh, you know, we'd probably get in trouble for this, but the more that we can kind of swallow our ego around what is and constitutes the educational experience um, traditionally, um, the more open we're going to be to understanding how to uh, adapt the technology, adapt uh, uh, our offerings, um, find new ways to connect with people who need uh, education the most. And and the the people who um, uh, really, I think, are the, the biggest uh, benefactors of our educational system are the ones who are in the trenches that are, mm-hmm. are just finding those moments to say, "I, I need to move forward. Um, I, I need something uh, else to improve my experience for my family right. to, uh, to improve my own experience to to um, give me additional skills that are going to extend um, my abilities in this profession, this industry, um, or switch industries and and that That doesn't involve uh, spending a whole lot of time uh, going to a physical campus. It doesn't involve being able to um, say, you know, I'm going to commit these three years uh, to uh, a full educational system when I just don't have the the time and energy. The internal
0: dialogue has radically changed. So before we hit a real quick break. What does the future hold? Please stay VR glasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's some interesting things with technology that are happening right now. And right. I, I, I think that is part of the dialogue. I think uh, virtual reality, uh, yeah. you know, kind of augmented reality. How do you right. use a, a, a technology platform uh, to be able to visualize um, um, different environments? It really transforms how you bring people into it. That all is uh, very much, I I think, part of the future. But when it comes down to the basics, it's really about um, getting back to uh, the key elements of what is it you need to know, what is it you need to be able to do, um, and what's the best pathway for that. And I think the more flexibility we have in our educational systems to do that, that is going to transform our our future.
0: Flexibility, key word. James Myers, Vice President, Assistant Vice President for Learning Science and Assessment for Southern National University's College of online and continuing education. Thank you very much for words of wisdom. And I think for all the listeners out there, they they really got a lot out of this. So get ready to rock and come to Southern New Hampshire University. Thank you, James.
1: Pleasure to be here.